pop it anytime she wants. Cause why, Vanessa? Because she's a motherfucking king. <laughs> I'm having trouble getting a visual. It's okay. That's uh, why. We... I don't know why. Usually it comes right up. Oh wait. Oh. Uh, 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 uh. Whoa! There you are. Lost her. Back. There we go. Hi. <laughs> well, the image hasn't shown up yet. Good evening. I'm learning the ways of technology. Back. Am I good? You are good. You're a little choppy. Good evening. I can. No? And, and frozen. But we choppy? Can, you're, you're actually frozen. No. We can hear you yeah, let me move. perfectly. There you go. Now you're, now you're fine. You look great. Looks no, good. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. Thank it's, you. It's, it's fine. We were just talking about snow. I'm up here in uh, North. Uh, I'm in Albany, New York. I, I always want to say upstate New York, but then I, I get confused. I'd say Albany. Snow is coming. Uh, my kids are getting amped up because, you know, they want the snow day. They're going to put their spoons under their pillow, wear their pajamas inside out. I remember those days. Those were those were great days. Yes, I know. I'm. I was born. I was born and raised in Ohio, so we would get winter would start in like October for us. Like it was like October, and then it would end in like April. May. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're shoveling snow still in in May. Yep. Um, thank you for giving us your time tonight. Thank you for coming on. I'm glad we could work oh. it out. How are you doing? Are you doing well? Good day. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. It was. Uh, we are kind of bouncing back from, uh, I have no idea why I have a second head over here. This it must out. be a reflection on something. But I use, I use the same, I'm using the same lighting that I always use. That's yeah. why I'm like, I'm wondering if it's something with my camera. Like maybe if something's like on my camera, I don't know. We'll, Anyways, we'll, just, uh, we'll tell people it was that a good day. <laughs> you're going to be part of Bray Wyatt's new faction. That's I guess we'll I'm just being haunted by myself right <laughs> now. Like. I'm just like literally. I just rock this way, and then all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, there, there you, you are. You see that, right? Like yep. that's creepy. <laughs> it's like a Kylan King from an alternate universe. I guess so. I, I guess I'm the Flash. I went so fast that I just DC. Are you a DC fan or Marvel fan? Honestly, I go back and forth. It depends on what week you ask me. I mm. pr I think right now, I think I right now I'm leaning more Marvel. Because I've been rewatching like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all oh, that stuff, and I've just yeah. So I think I think like my my mood right now is Marvel. And I guess they're they're gonna re. I guess you can say reboot, reboot, bring back um, Daredevil. I'm really pumped about that. Very excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's good. kind of kind of what sparked me rewatching them because I was like, oh, I gotta remember everything that happened. So yeah, <laughs> and uh, season one of Jessica Jones is like, as the kids say, low, low key. Amazing. Jessica Jones is yeah. probably one of my favorite Marvel shows that they've done because like the I'm a big fan when shows show like such dramatic character changes and the circumstances that lead to character change because we go through life and like we grow up with people and then we see them do like these crazy things and we're like, what caused them to be like that? And then you find all of these things about their life that just slowly made all those turns. So when you get to watch that on TV, it's just like those kinds of things fascinate my brain. And that so, type of like story arc and character development is is vital yeah. in the world of wrestling as well. I mean, hundred percent, right? 
everybody can 100%. can train and do the moves for the most part, but it's the ones that can tell and get people invested and 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 expand the character. Um, yeah, are the ones that you know, thrive. Part uh, and you're doing just that. Uh, I we we were talking right before you came on because you you we were gonna have you on and didn't come to, and then uh, you had a bunch of stuff go down recently so we were saying uh you had a title versus title match versus vita von star for uh yeah geez i just had it here and that was what december 3rd maybe yeah december 3rd because yeah. it was it was a day before the one year anniversary i won the first title that's, that's how i remember <laughs> ccw which uh we learned is capital championship wrestling a lot of people have ccw as well um yeah there's there's a couple out there yeah <laughs> and i i'm I ha I made the mistake of working for two of them, so people get excused all the time. <laughs> is this one that you just uh, had the match with Vita Von Star? Was is that the all is that an all women's promotion? That's the all women's promotion, That's yeah, the capital one, yeah. Um, and then you're you're on NWA, um, there, and well, I guess what? I, okay, let me start over. Let me rewind. <laughs> I was saying AEW is still a baby company because it's on over here. I'm watching it's it's only three years in, baby company, um, yeah. which led me to say, man, our guest was all over AEW at the start, and you were yeah, young, I was right. You were just I two was, years into it. Yeah, I debuted on the Independence in 2018, and then I debuted in AEW in 2020 when the pandemic hit. Um, they weren't even a around for a whole year when after I debuted with them because I remember I remember I had friends who were like just showing up to their shows like doing the bell work and all that mm -hmm. stuff just trying to find opportunities they weren't doing like they weren't using as many extras or like uh, independent talent on darks as much as they had been they were just showing up hoping for opportunities so it was still a baby company and then the pandemic is kind of what started that whole flow of let's just bring in all this outside talent and let them shine that was definitely so I got to be a go ahead got to be a part of that yeah it was, i remember it was definitely a thing because you guys uh would always be because they had the wrestlers come out and the wrestlers were the fans at the start there mm -hmm. and um i remember who who's who of independent talent is is what the the, the going thing was on uh the good side of social media i suppose but you were out there. You had matches with uh, Brett in Pittsburgh, was it? That was in Pittsburgh, right? Or was it in Cleveland? Oh, my, my recent one with her. No, that my one was one. in Cleveland. That was after. So, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I just I had had my match with Tony the week before, and uh, TK was so happy with it. He was just like, hey, I want to bring you back next week. And I was like, I would absolutely love that. And so I got to do the segment with Britt on Dark, where we kind of uh, – had words with each other and kind of express our feelings towards each other. And then uh, that, that Wednesday we got to wrestle in my hometown. Uh, I hail from Painesville, Ohio, but if, if you're familiar with the geography of Ohio, Painesville is like 30, 40 minutes Northeast of Cleveland. So okay. I grew up in the streets of Cleveland. Like I, I went to Cleveland state. Like I, I spent a lot of time there at the playhouse square district because I used to do theater when I was a kid. So like I, I spent a lot of time in Cleveland. So it was really cool because the place that we wrestled in was actually part of the college campus that I used to attend. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I know this building very well. <laughs> so you're from Painesville. 
Painesville, yes. Which, Pain. Can we just talk about the irony of that? Right? A yeah. professional wrestler yeah. from a place called Painesville. For the longest time, people thought I was I was jibbing. They thought I made that up. Right. They thought it was fake. And uh, I, but the cool thing is, is that like some locals from Painesville, I get like little DMs all the time, like, "Yo, I think it's so cool that you hail from there." Like, I remember. I remember seeing you down the street, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about the fact that you remember that I lived down the street. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's cool because I feel like a lot of people, if they're from Ohio, they either hail from like Cincinnati or, or Cleveland or, or what Columbus. Like they, they don't really they don't really say any of the minor cities. So I, just, I was like, I need to do that. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think Painesville works perfect for your character. You're hard yeah. hitting. Uh, yeah. This, I mean, Majesty the, of pain. Right. Yeah. So. Got the martial arts background from Painesville to Dudleyville. Yeah. You were trained by the the Dudleys. I was. Yeah. Which ironically, I okay. So like, when I made the conscious decision, like, hey, wrestling is going to be a real thing. Like, we're not going to talk about it anymore. I just had this overwhelming instinct to go to Florida. Didn't have a game plan. Didn't know the Dudleys had a school there. Just my brain said, hey, go to Florida. Within a couple weeks. Of moving there i met a guy who trained at the Dudley school or i should say i met a trainer who trained a guy that went to the, the Dudley school okay and through weird circumstances i ended up in the suit's car on my way to the school and then a couple months later i was training there and how crazy is it that like how different my journey would be if i had trained anywhere else like yeah like training with the Dudleys was probably one of the best decisions i ever made that's interesting so just florida came to mind when you're like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to be a wrestler. Florida comes. I guess, I guess that makes sense down there. FCW yeah, at the time. I think, and, yeah. I think the PC Center definitely had a huge yeah. uh, toll in that decision. It wasn't – I couldn't explain it to you because I've always – my whole life, like, I've always been very, like, I get these instincts, and I don't always know why I get them. But if they become very, very strong, I, ha I have to follow it. Like, it's always been that way. And uh, – that was one of those instincts. Like I was, I was attracted to Florida because of the PC center, but I was like, I wasn't hundred percent sure because financially it was just not a smart decision. Um, so I'm like, uh, I was researching hardcore, like, Hey, let me find places in Ohio because right. there's plenty of stuff in Ohio. But for some reason, every, no matter where I looked in Ohio, it just didn't seem like a good fit. So my brothers and I, we packed up, we moved to Florida and we made it work. And then lo and behold, like I said, a few months later, I was enrolled in, 3d and the rest of history because like that's how i met billy billy's how i made my way to AEW and all that good stuff so it's just like it just blows my mind that like i had that overwhelming instinct and right. because of that all of this happened and i think and i th i can see that i i see that you you trust your instinct you you go with your gut you bet on yourself i mean just for the fact that i don't know we've talked to some AEW talent on here aw dart competitors they i think it was danny limelight explained it to us it's like a tiered thing and they they get you in for like whatever it is whatever it may be three months or, or however it works um but you bet on your you bet on yourself because to me you were all elite you know the graphic to me oh thank you you were so then when i see if you're betting on yourself you're going out there and seen what else is out there what was what was the 
what was your mindset with that? What what was what made you make that decision? I guess so, my yeah, my awesome. my mindset with what I said uh, at AEW, you were getting appearances on Dark or Elevation. Right. I think Rampage a few times, maybe. And correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Actually, I think Rampage is like the one platform I have not worked on. Oh. Yeah, everything else, yes, but it, like Rampage is the one thing I've never been booked on. Nope. Um, I'm sorry. Continue. Yet, no, it's okay. That's what I like about this show. Send me off. <laughs> Interrupt my uh, English. My <laughs> attempt at it. I, I'm basically saying you, 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 you went out. I don't want to say you left AEW, but you're betting on yourself. You went to NWA. You you went back to the Indies. Right. Um. Uh, what's uh, Maria's thing? Woman's Army. I think you're there as well. Oh yeah, I just, I just debuted there. Yeah. Um, do you find that? What was your decision in 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 betting on yourself? Why would why did you do that and not just continue what you had at AW? Yeah. So like, nothing was going wrong at right. AEW, but nothing was really changing. Um, I had been with them for close to two years and my position with them, like they were allowing me incredible opportunities. Like obviously I got to represent them at a power. I was on their all out pay-per-view. Like they, they trusted me with a lot of different tasks. Um, they brought me on the road occasionally once I started traveling again, like they, they definitely appreciated me and trusted me. But like my position with them never permanently changed. I was never a conversation about contracts had never happened. It was never offered to me. Um, and it wasn't like I wasn't doing anything. It wasn't like I was doing something wrong or I wasn't doing enough right. Like I, I was busting my butt for them as much yeah. as I possibly could, especially especially when we were stuck in Jacksonville. Like I would tr always try to be the first one there, last one to leave. If they needed me to work multiple times in one day, I was there for it. Like you would never hear a complaint out of me. I just wanted to work. Uh, so the relationship was, was strong and it was great, but I just, nothing had changed. And I felt in, again, instinct, yeah. I felt like it wasn't going to change. Like a lot of people were just saying like, oh, it'll happen. It'll happen. But I just kept getting this overwhelming feeling. I'm like, I just don't think they have anything for me. I don't think they have a plan for me, an idea for me, nothing. I said, and that's fine. That's how this business works. You can still be appreciated and still not be needed for anything right. that makes sense yep. and i had gotten to the point where i didn't just want to bump anymore i wanted to bump for a reason right i wanted i wanted to take my performing to the next level i wanted to take my storytelling to the next level i wanted to start having those moments where i could have a feud with somebody that like 10 years from now if i was in the ring and their music hits people would be like oh shit!" <laughs> like i wanted to start building that history with people and I just knew that I didn't want to get stuck in that jobber position and never be given those opportunities. So I just, it, it took me like, like you probably saw me on AEW program during the whole process that I was going through this mentally deciding whether or not this was going to be the move that I made. And then I was finally like, I think I'm just going to stop responding to the emails. I think I'm just going to not, I'm just going to text them and be like, hey, I'm busy. I'm sorry. How hard was like, that? Oh, it was extremely hard because you, you get so used to it. You get right. to that rhythm. You get used to that paycheck. You get used to the, 
the family and the constant camaraderie, like, you know, your girl, like Red Velvet and I, her and I were like simpatico, like we were together all the freaking time in hotel rooms together, you know, venting together. And now I barely see her, oh. which I mean, like we still, I like, I love her death. She's one of my best friends, but it, it, it was like, it's like, a, it's like that feeling when uh, you've graduated right. and you have to Wait. leave the house and go to college and you're, you know it's going to happen. You're excited it's going to happen, but then you realize like you're not going to have your family anymore. Right. That that comfort zone. Yeah. So that's kind of what it, what I would compare it to. And uh, there was a very long haul of time where I couldn't figure out if I had made the right decision or not because I had I had a good chunk of bookings coming in, but it was that process of trying to go from the independent worker I was before AEW to going back on back out on the independence as a, a different worker now asking for more money mm-hmm. asking for bigger opportunities stuff like that and i wasn't sure if people were going to bite or even care so it's i think it took like two or three months once i started weaning myself away before i finally started picking up work and then even when i was picking up work on the independence i wasn't really caring for any other major companies i was like why am i not caring for any major companies like am i really not Right. as good as I think I am, or did I not improve as much as I think I did or, or get as much attention? Uh, so finally, I just started reaching out to people. Like I had been lucky enough that through Empower, I got quite a few phone numbers. So I was like, I'm just going to text these people and see what happens. So many people thought I was signed to right. AEW. Exactly. And yeah. I didn't, yeah. And I didn't know that. I thought it was like, until that graphic came up, I thought everybody knew like, no, it's not, it's like, once once that information was out in the universe the ball started rolling a little bit more and nwa happened and now recently if, if you've seen like i just got to work with new japan and yep. impact and all that stuff like so many incredible opportunities have come my way in this past year so it was terrifying uh it took a minute to get the ball rolling but once it did like it was a huge affirmation like hey you made the right choice and not only that but like even after i went away for a little bit i had gone out and done enough work that right. apparently Tony Khan had seen it and said, hey, come back and do this short little stint with us. And I was like, and and I have to say, the way I was talked to and the way I was treated, not that I was talked to any kind of way before, but like the professionalism in the way I was talked to was completely different compared, like I wasn't an extra anymore. Like uh. the way I was spoken to was very, very different. Like I was spoken to uh, like a bigger name, I guess is, is the best way to put it. And that feeling and that that change was like such a, an amazing payoff. It was like, okay, I made the right decision. It was, wasn't easy, right. but I got some respect for it. And people are realizing that like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not here to be a jobber. I, I made a lot of sacrifice because I want to be a big name. And so that that's kind of, just kind of been the journey of this past year and making those decisions to hopefully take my brand and my name to that next level. Uh, and I think you're doing that. And I, I'm, you, exp- you talked about it, how, uh, as you were contemplating this decision, you're going in the ring and wrestling for AEW at the time with it in the back of your mind. Is this what I need to do? Better myself. That seems extremely, extremely taxing on the, on the, on the brain. Stressful. Cause you see, you see it happen to a lot of people. Like I, I, I won't say any names, but like I have quite a few friends who I just want to shake them and be Mm. like, yo, get out from their grip. Cause they're like, like I, I shouldn't I shouldn't say it like that. Like, don't get stuck in the loop. Like, right. take the opportunity, get the exposure that it it's so that it gives you, but also like 
practice on, on growing your brand elsewhere and making them realize like you're desirable other places. Like, cause that was the biggest thing is, is I think I was worried that I was going to get stuck as a jobber and people were going to think I was satisfied with that. And I was like, no, right. I'm not satisfied with that. Cause I know how much work I put in and I know what I'm capable of. I just have to show them that I'm capable of it. Well, then you're almost typecasted. You stay there in that loop yeah. long enough. You know? Yeah, because if you if you if you let yourself be kept in that position long enough, then people think that that's what you are. I mean, if you if you go back and look in WWE or other places, how many people got stuck in the same role over mm-hmm. and over and over again because they never took the liberty to be like, hey, this is what I this is what I can do, and I'm going to show you. And then if you want me afterwards, you can bring me back, and we'll do some business. Like that's just that's all I wanted. I just wanted to to take my work to the next level and make them realize that I I fit a different mold. And, or that I fit more than just one mold, yeah. Um, you talked about wrestling Tony Storm, which is some someone you always wanted to wrestle, but never thought you'd get that opportunity because she was at WWE yeah. at the time. You had that match. Um, I thought it was interesting. I heard you in another another uh, podcast or interview that you didn't think you'd ever wrestle Tony because you never saw yourself in WWE. Um, I ask you this. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Finish the question. I was going to say, I ask you this now that you've bet on yourself. You've had this change. You're you're making waves. Uh, They've had a change of regime over there as well. Has your mindset on the WWE now changed? I don't, I, I, I know what interview you're talking about and I regret the way I phrased it. Sometimes we phrase it. <laughs> Good, because I don't remember. We're just like, we're just like, why did I say it like right, that? That's right. not how I managed to come out. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean that I never saw myself in WWE. Gotcha. I just didn't think it was a possibility for me because I, I mean, like, I'm not shy about it. I'm in my thirties. Like right. I'm 31, almost 32. And all the rumors you hear about, you know, what they expect and what they want, you're like, okay, well, I know I'm a good worker. I know I'm a good performer, but if they're being very strict about that, then maybe that's not where I'm I'm meant to end up. Would I love to end up in WWE? Absolutely. Work is work. Exposure is exposure. And WWE has been around for a long ass time for a reason. So yeah, of course I would love to end up in WWE. That'd be very, very cool. Um, I just wasn't, I'm just not sure if that's, ever going to happen just because I waited as long as I did to get into wrestling. I missed, I missed the, uh, what they consider the prime years. I think I'm doing pretty good in my thirties, but whatever. Uh, hey, <laughs> I think so. Hey, and I love, I love the female talent that they're bringing in right now. Yeah. Like I really think that the, and, and across all brands, like I really think that some of their, their women are really like reshaping their division. It's really cool to watch. So if I could find myself part of that, that'd be good. Um, talked about NWA. Obviously, you do a lot with them. You're on uh, their first Empower. Oh, um, Mickey James. You have a, a great backstory and history with her. Um, do you? Yeah, she she is amazing. Someone's gonna dethrone her at Impact. Someone. Hopefully, not anytime soon. Hopefully. I'm in, I'm enjoying her last rodeo. I'm enjoying seeing her. Show everybody what she's got one last time because she's an incredible talent yeah. and she's amazing to talk to. So, um, I, I, and you, you talked about WWE's bringing in all this talent, all the promotions bringing in the, the, uh, the female talent. Um, I know Mr. Billy Corgan and Trevor Murdoch had alluded that there wasn't enough 
top tier. I don't know the language they used to have another empower too. Um, I guess my question is, <laughs> I oh wait, let me speak for myself. I think they're completely wrong. First of all, um, are the wrong people in charge of putting on empower two at NW at Emp empower two, which I don't know who owns the rights to that. I'm thinking it may be NWA the name, but we're, we're going to get another all women's pay-per-view, whether it's NWA or it's somewhere else. I mean, there's, I only right? heard, I only heard part of the interview. I'm not hundred percent sure what they said or how they phrased this. I think it was a miscommunication Probably. between what they meant and what was said. Uh, then the internet I just ran wild. If it wasn't, yes, and the, the internet likes to take things and go wild with it. I think there is crap ton of female talent on the independents in major companies all over. I know, uh, I know for a fact, like the women at Impact would love to do something like that. Like, there's just so many, there's so many talented women that there's an absolute possibility for an Empower Two. But I think, too, there was a lot of people that had to do with Empower the first time around. So I think it's just a matter of pulling those kind of forces together again mm -hmm. to bring that kind of event together. Because the people that were behind the scenes of that is what made Empower so incredible. So uh, I think it's very, I think we will get it. I think it's, it's going to happen. I just think it's a matter of, of when and where. When and just having the right people behind it so it's just as wonderful as the first one was. Now... I'm going to regret saying this, but you've mentioned Impact a few uh -oh. times. No, it's okay. okay. It's, it's me. It's me. It's not you. You've mentioned Impact a few times. I know that when we were trying to figure out dates, you had said something about Impact. Um, I didn't catch it this last Thursday. I know they tape it. Sometimes I get behind. Have Did you wrestle on Impact this past Thursday? I did. You did? I did. I wrestled. Uh, well, I mean... I don't think what I've done has aired yet. Okay. Um, That's why I didn't want to I, bring it up. Right. No, no, no. You're so fine. Okay. I, I did. I had, I had two matches there. Um, it was so fun. It's, it's a crazy awesome locker room back there. It was my first time getting to work there. Some people uh, that are there I've known for years, and then some people where it was first time meeting them ever. Um, but, yeah, that was my first time getting to, to hang out in that atmosphere. It's like they have their own little world there, and it's so cool. That's yeah, great. Um, and everybody is so invested in the product. Like the women are so invested in the men, the men are so invested in the women and all around. Like, it's just a really cool creative atmosphere. And uh, I got to work with some, I got to work with Gail a little bit and some other people. And it's like, I really, my biggest thing is whenever I go to new companies, I really love seeing uh, what the different uh, coaches for the matches bring to us. Like hmm. what, what advice they have for us, you know, based off of what they know about our work, what they suggest or advise for us. Like it just helps your brain learn so much more or even just taking our normal go-to things and just being like, Hey, what if we did this with it and just ah. like twisted it around and changed it and expanded upon it. And that's like things like that just really help my brain grow. And so getting to work with, with new coaches and just new talent, a new locker room, it was, it was really cool. And I, I really hope that that's, that's not the end with that. So that yeah. will that'll be airing maybe this Thursday. They take I'm two weeks, right? Yeah, I think they take yeah. they take two weeks ahead of time, right? Yeah. So yep. I think I think it'll be airing soon. If, if not next week, the week after, because I did my matches were on the the BCI. Okay, 
Perfect. So they're like the yeah. Yep. So so it's not the main show, but it should be airing along with it. So who was your yeah, coaches? I, who were your coaches at Impact? Uh, I had Gail the first day, and I feel terrible. I can't remember this guy's name. The second day, uh, but I mainly worked with with uh, Gail, and then like I got to talk to Tommy and Bubba a little bit too backstage. Yeah. Uh, it was it was so fun. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bully trained you. Bully's there. Bully was announcing when you took on uh, Camille at NWA. Um, I remember that because I thought Bully was going to get involved um, and make his his presence felt. Uh, maybe to make the title change hands. I that's what I was hoping. Yeah, but it didn't occur that night. That would have been wild. It would have been wild. Would have been very interesting. Um, what's one of the biggest uh, pieces of advice that you got? Well, let's start with Bully. What's one of the biggest pieces of advice Bully gave you? I mean, I think the best advice, he, but he kind of gave it to me after I was already at school, so it didn't really matter. Right. <laughs> one of the best advice that I've heard him say out loud, whether it was to me or other people, uh, find a school that is run by people who are successful in this business and people who have produced successful people in this business. There's a lot of wrestling schools out there who just want to open a school or just want to say that they, they run a wrestling school right. and they train you for like two seconds and then they throw you out to the wolves. It's, it's a crappy system. And unfortunately there's a lot of it out there, but like, it, it's so true. Like you have to go to like, find a school that is run by somebody who is, done legitimate stuff in this business no matter what company it is that they found success you know they, they they've expanded their their name and their brand and they've shown people that like hey i know how to be successful and i know how to make money mm -hmm. and i know how to wrestle and of course i know how to wrestle and then not only that but they can take what they've done with themselves and expand it upon others do the business but if you know how to teach other people how to do this business, that even speaks even more volumes to your ability to help other people find success so that was one of the biggest things he used to preach to us which and like because i i remember he told us that he went through an experience where he would go to places to go get trained and they would just take his money and rip them off and mm -hmm. that's why he wanted to make sure that when he opened the school with devon that that would not be the experience they left with their students that they would get you know in-depth training and really understand the physicality of the business and the mental part of the business and we got just that at our school so i think that's one of the biggest things he ever trained me or the, one of the best things he ever told me and uh it's kind of cool too because i've had uh it hasn't happened i think it's only happened like two or three times uh in the past couple of years but like i've had a couple of kids like hey i'm like gonna graduate next year and then i'm getting into wrestling what's my advice you can give me and then i always tell them that because you never know what what area they're going to end up in or or you know what places are going to be around them right. so i always like tell them that bit of advice because i'm like if that's the one thing because that's where i got lucky is i found from by legit wrestlers and if i had ended up anywhere else who the hell right. knows so that's, that's probably so the best advice i've ever been given yeah you followed yeah. your gut and and then went to a place yeah. that gave you the advice which is what you did in the first place yep <laughs> it's, it's crazy. that's why i'm saying like 
by the time that I was given that advice, I was already at their school. Right. So it really didn't like apply to me, but it stuck in my brain so hard. And so whenever people ask me for like, Hey, what's the advice you would give? I mean, unless they've already been in the business as long as I have, that's what I always tell them. I'm like, find a legit place because there's so many places out there that have a wrestling ring in it, but isn't actually like legitimately ran. So. Spectacular, spectacular. Oh yeah. my gosh. I, I want to tell you this. I heard John busted open. You've been on, I think a few times, maybe twice. I think, uh, that, that, three, yeah, something, like that. something like that. Uh, you're, you're phenomenal. You speak well, you're inspirational. Um, I, I don't, I have three daughters. Uh, they're all kind of into wrestling. The middle one's really into wrestling. It's yeah. Ironically loves impact. Um, so I, I just want you to know that, that you are inspiring young women out there. Uh, I don't know what my daughters will end up doing, but um, I, I showed your matches to her. So uh, you are doing that, and I, I think you're a great role model for young women uh, in or out of the ring. It doesn't really matter, to be honest with you. So I just wanted you to know that before I let you go tonight. Thank you. No, that means a lot because that's, that's what I've always wanted to do. Because, like, it's really easy to get caught up in this mm -hmm. and just, you know, focus on you and not the external part of it and like to me like i remember growing up just not having a lot to look to besides like my mother and a couple other things to really show me what being a strong woman was right. like i i was very sheltered as a child so like and i remember you i remember i used to look in the mirror and think like oh there's everything's wrong with me yeah. and now like it's it's crazy to me because everything that i thought was wrong with me as a child is what makes me work in this business right. and this business is what has changed my life and made me understand who i am so i i just think it's really cool how full circle that is and i want people to understand that when you're that young it's okay to and figuring out who you are and every bit of it's okay so i try i try to reiterate that in my interviews a little bit here and there so people people know it's being you is okay being, being, being different is okay being different is okay for sure yeah um well champ uh <laughs> king um we're nearing the end of the show and what we do at the end of every show is i'm now giving you the microphone um you. you can put over anything you want you can say anything you want you can plug anything you have coming up um i didn't prepare so i don't have those dates down uh, but the floor is yours. I will not interrupt. I mean, we're at the end of the year, so there's really not a lot left. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, this Saturday, I will be back in Chicago for Warrior Wrestling. I'm going to be debuting with them. It's a huge, awesome promotion. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you guys are in the Chicago area, please come by. I'm going to be wrestling. Oh, excuse me. Judy Lynn. Um, oh, gosh. What do I have coming up? Uh I'll be posting regularly about what's coming up in January. Like my, I, there's still some things that I'm cleaning up because some things got canceled and some things got added. So I'll be talking more about that on social media, but I am crazily for some reason, trying to add like maybe one or two more bookings uh, after Christmas. So if you guys are listening and, and you run promotions or anything like that, like hit me up, let me know. Um, yeah, uh, fullygimmick.com is where you can buy my t-shirts and stuff. 
Kristen eight by tens, just please DM me on Twitter or email me at Kylan or Kylan King at Yahoo.com. I'm so used to those those handles now that I just say the app first. Yeah. Um uh Kylan King at Yahoo.com. I am trying to get better about, you know, the business side of things. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I usually sell more at the show. So if you guys want to meet me in person and, and do that instead, come to a show. Come to Warrior. Spectacular. Hopefully, I can catch it, catch you on Impact somewhere when Impact comes back here. Yes, yeah, great. You and Fingers Masha Slamovich. Do, oh my gosh, I would love that. I would love that. I got to wrestle her. It was a quick seven-minute match, but it was so killer. And I've been dying to wrestle her again ever since then. Like, and then more like epic scenarios. Boom. <laughs> oh, I love Be great. Yeah. Um. Once again, thank you for giving us your time tonight. Uh, you're welcome back anytime. You're easy to talk to. And uh, you're, you're, like I said, you're, you're just a great human being. So uh, have yourself a wonderful night and uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you for having me. Yeah, anytime. Peace. Spectacular, Vanessa.